Good evening, guys and girls, mostly girls. Uh, welcome to our first session of Rebel Girls. I know some of you were here last year when we did this. Yes, you were here, weren't you? Um, so do you remember what we did last year, what, what the program was about? About a girl named Nancy. Nancy, and, yeah. And we did a fingerprint experiment. That's right. And one was about rainbows. Rainbows, yeah, yeah. We talked about science. Yeah, yeah. So we looked at some different careers that women could have. Um, so this time we've tried to pick some different careers from last time. Last time we looked at a detective. Mm -hmm. That one was really fun with the fingerprinting. We did a scientist. Um, let's try. I'm trying to think what else there we had. We had. Animals? The vet, yes, yes, we did have a vet. That was fun. We had a dog. Um, and then we had one other person. What did we do? Well, one. Was food related, maybe? One was taking care of animals. Taking care of animals, that's a good one, yeah. So this time we are doing selections from the second book. And I still have my book at my house. You do? So we, yeah, so the first book, I've got a picture of it up here. So that was the first book. Now we have the second book out, and it just came out a few months ago. So it's more girls, rebel girls. And what we mean by rebel girls is just girls trying to do things like pursuing their dreams and living living large. Uh-huh. You do? There's a constellation on there, isn't there? There's some good stuff in the pictures. All right, so what we're going to do first is I'm going to tell you a story about um, a writer named Agatha Christie. Oh, yeah, be careful. Let's not, not touch the mic. Um, has anyone heard of Agatha Christie? Anybody? New girls? Maybe. All right, so anyway, Agatha Christie was a writer, and I'm going to read her story to you very quickly, and then I'll show you some pictures of her. All right. Once upon a time, there was a girl who loved to write. Poems, love stories, mysteries, letters, she tried them all. Agatha wanted to be a professional writer more than anything. She talked about her dream with her dog, and her dog's name was George Washington, during their daily walks. Each new place she and George visited, Agatha looked at as a setting for a story. And every time she met someone, she wondered if that person could be one of her characters. Agatha sent her stories to magazines, but got turned down. The letters kept piling up, but she didn't let that stop her. She was an avid reader, and especially loved murder mysteries. So it means she liked, she liked to read and really liked solving mysteries. So she wrote her own detective novel. The mysterious affair at Styles featured a Belgian detective with a nice mustache. Many publishers turned down her story, but finally one said yes. When the novel was published, it was a huge success and marked the beginning of a very large career. Agatha Christie's books have sold more than two billion copies and have been translated into more than 100 different languages. She is actually the best-selling novelist, so that means like a fiction writer. She's the best-selling novelist of all time. So she had two main detectives, the Belgian guy and then Miss Marple, a little old lady. Um, and they became her, the most popular literary detectives ever. In her career, she wrote 66 detective novels. 66, that's a lot. She wrote 14 short story collections, 
and a play. All right, so I have a little presentation there. Let me grab my clicker. We'll talk more about writing career so she she's got a black and white photograph so she you know she's um it's probably a little older than modern day so she was born in 1890 1890 it's a long time ago right it's like more than a hundred years ago um so she was born then and then lived all the way up through the 1970s so she was in her 80s when she died and she wrote she wrote 66 novels and 14 short story collections. She was writing at least one thing a year, probably more than that because of, you know, once she started being a writer. So she was writing like two, maybe three books a year. Um, she's very famous for some of her thoughts. So here is one thought that she had. With method and logic, one can accomplish anything. So method and logic, one can accomplish anything. She's also said the secret of getting ahead is getting started. So if you want to get ahead in life or get ahead from other people, you have to get started. So you have to do something and achieve your dreams. All right, so has anyone seen this? Has anyone seen this picture? Does this look familiar? Yeah? Okay, I thought somebody would recognize it. So this is the movie cover for The Murder on the Orient Express. Anybody heard of that? Maybe some mom, moms and dads heard of it. Um, this book was turned into a movie that came out, I think it was at Thanksgiving or Christmas of this past year. Uh, this has been one of her most popular mysteries. And lots of famous people are in it. You'll see Johnny Depp, who was Jack Sparrow in the Pirates movies. Also have um, the girl that played Ray in Star Wars, Daisy Ridley. So we have lots of famous people playing the characters that Agatha Christie made up and wrote probably about 80 years ago when she was writing this novel. Okay, so that's a little bit about Agatha Christie. So we've talked about writers tonight. So now I'm going to introduce you to a real live writer who is a journalist for the Messenger Inquirer. Her name is Megan Richardson. Okay, hi. Um, so, like Taryn said, I am a writer. Um, I write for our newspaper here in town. Um, have, do any of you all read the newspaper? No. Have you ever seen our newspaper? You've seen it? Yeah. So, we have lots of different sections in our newspaper. You know, we have news and sports and we have an agriculture section that talks about farming and animals and things like that. And we have um, a technology section that talks about, um, you know, smartphones and computers and all the technology that's in the world. So I technically am the special publications editor, so I get to write all kinds of things. Um, and one of the things that I just finished up at the end of last year is a magazine that you all can look through. And it just tells you all about Owensboro. I'm going to look at it. There's lots of pictures. There's lots of stories. <laughs> and this magazine is handed out to people who are thinking about maybe moving to Owensboro or they want to come visit here. And basically anything they want to know is in this magazine. So I helped write all of these stories. 
Um, and in it, we have, you know, the park downtown. Have you all been to this Mother's Park downtown? Yeah. So we have lots of stories and pictures about the park downtown. So I got to go downtown and talk to people who were at the park, and I got to interview them about why they liked um, the park and why they liked Winsboro. Yeah, right there. Um, so I got to talk to all these different people and interview them, and then I got to write a story about it. Um, okay, so um, have any of you all ever been interviewed before? No? Okay, so interviewing is like one of the best parts of my job because I get to talk to all kinds of different people and I get to ask them questions and I get to learn about their life and their story and what they like and what they don't like. So it's basically like making new friends every day. Um, so like I said, if you look in the magazine, you can see all the different types of stories we wrote um, You know, over the past few months. We got to write about the different festivals that are in town, like the barbecue festival and the music festivals. And we got to write um, about some doctors and business people and basically anything you want to know about Winsboro is in here. Um, so it took our whole team of writers to put this magazine together and it took our photographers. And that's basically what journalism is, is we get to go out into the community and we get to talk to people and then we get to tell you all all of the stories. Um, so journalism, the actual definition of journalism is the activity or profession, so it's the job of writing um, for newspapers, magazines, radio, TV, there are all kinds of journalists, um, you know, you don't just have to be a newspaper journalist, to, you know, to be a journalist. Um, do any of you all watch the news at night or in the morning when you wake up, maybe before school? <laughs> no? Well, those people, uh, like on Channel 14 and Channel 44, they are news reporters, so they also are writers. They go out to the community and they interview people and, and they write everything down, and that's how they tell the story at night on TV. Go to the next one. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so why do you all think journalism is important? Any ideas? So I think journalism is important because it basically helps you, you know, know what's going on in your community and in your town. So you can't be everywhere at once. So if you pick up the paper today, you might see basketball scores from last night's game. You might see, um, you know, a story about a farmer helping with all the floods, all the rain that's happened. So basically, um, you know, journalists and all the writers, they are supposed to be the watchdogs for the community. So they can tell you what's going on when you can't be there. Um, you know, so we help keep the public informed. And it's important for women to be in journalism because, you know, you want to have an equal playing field and, you know, women have a different perspective from men. And so right now, this shows you, um, you know, TV writers, newspaper writers, internet writers, and then your national writers. And right now, there's less women than men in the journalism field. So we need young girls like you you know, who want to chase their dreams of becoming a writer to grow up and be journalists so we can have more women in the field. Okay. 
Okay, so these are just a few um, kind of famous women in journalism through the years. Um, so one of them is Anne Roy Royale, maybe. Um, she is kind of known as the first journalist in America, and she has interviewed every president from George Washington to Abraham Lincoln. So that's a lot of presidents. Um, she knew all about, um, you know, men in history and men in politics. She was one of the only women writers back then, so she got to, you know, talk to them and find out their stories, and she, um, you know, wrote books, and she even made her own newspaper. I have notes. Um, yes, she set up a printing press in her house, so she printed her own newspaper out of her house. That's kind of crazy, because it takes a lot of work to print a newspaper. Um, so she was the editor and the writer, and she just did it all herself. She talked to the people, she wrote the stories, she edited them to make sure they sounded good. She did everything. Um, so she talked to lots of government officials and, did, and interviewed lots of important people. Um, okay, and then so the other two journalists I have over there, one of them is named Catherine Graham, and I don't know if any of you all saw previews for the movie The Post, um, but this is kind of, the, that movie is about Catherine Graham. She was the publisher of the Washington Post. Have any of you all heard of that newspaper? The Washington Post? It's a huge newspaper. <laughs> That's one of the biggest in the country. So Catherine Graham, that was her family's newspaper, um, and she was the first woman to run a Fortune 500 company in America. So she was pretty cool. Um, so she led the Washington Post for more than two decades, um, and she got to cover lots of crazy scandals like Watergate and the resignation of the president. Um, and then she also won a Pulitzer Prize, which is a really big award for journalists. <coughs> and then Barbara Walters is kind of more of a modern day journalist, I guess. And she was on the Today Show and The View and, you know, she was kind of more mainstream. Um, but she has a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame and she's in the Television Hall of Fame and she won some uh, Emmy Awards and Primetime Awards for being a journalist. So um, so these were kind of three different examples of how you can be a writer for a newspaper or a writer for TV, but you can still be a journalist kind of no matter what you do. Um, and then one of the <coughs> journalism quotes that I really like and that I always try to think of is, write what should not be forgotten. So that's why journalism is important, or that's another reason why journalism is important, is because you know we can look back 100 years from now and see what was going on in the world when we look at the newspaper. Um, so you know we want to write down the stories that we don't want to forget. And so you know 100 years from now, people can look back and see what was going on in Owensboro if they look at a newspaper or if they look at books and things like that. Uh, okay, we don't. Those videos are for older. <laughs> okay, and then some fun facts about journalism. So, um, I told you that Anne Royale made a newspaper out of her home. Um, so, you start with these big rolls of paper that are completely blank, and then you have to put them through a press, and hot ink gets rolled onto the paper, and that's how you make a newspaper, basically. Um, so, the, uh, the big rolls of paper 
I'm trying to think. It weighs 2,650 pounds, the big rolls of paper that we have here at the Messenger in town. They're taller than me, they're wider than me, we keep them in her basement, and we run those through a press, and that's how we get the newspaper. And the main ingredient in the newspaper ink is soybeans. So that's interesting. And then um, a cost of the day, of, like if you went out in town today and bought a newspaper, it would be 175. So that's how much our newspaper costs through the week. Um, okay, do you all have any questions so far? <clears throat> what is, let's see, <clears throat> I'm trying to think how to word this. Um, okay, change. Okay, so I fell in love with writing when I was in high school because I got to write for my high school's newspaper. Um, so that's kind of what made me want to be a journalist was I got to interview students that I went to school with. Um, <coughs> so from there, I went to college and I wrote for my newspaper in college and I wrote about sports and I got to write about, I got to write features. So that means I got to interview people and talk to them and write profiles. Um, and then I also did advertising and marketing. So there's lots of different things if you work at a newspaper or like a TV station that you can do. Um, and our newspaper in college was actually almost all girls, which is kind of different you know, than the newspaper here in town where it's a lot of men. So that was really cool in college that you know a lot of us were females, but we were working at the newspaper. Even our sports editor, you know, usually all the sports writers are men. Um, even our sports editor in college was a, was a woman, so that was really neat. Um, so I've gotten to write um, for lots of different publications. I've got to write for magazines and newspapers, and I've written, um, you know, little poems that get submitted in books and things like that. So if you are interested in writing, um, my biggest piece of advice is just to keep writing. That's how I got better. Um, even after I graduated college and got a big girl job, you know, I thought my writing was really good, and I looked back, you know, five years later, and it wasn't good at all. So I would just encourage you to keep writing, keep writing, have other people read what you write, um, you know, see what they have to say about it. Um, that's, you know, that's how I get better, is when my editor tells me things that I can improve on. Um, so. Yes? Do you want to be a professional journalist? I think it would be awesome to work for like the Washington Post, for the New York Times, or something like that. That would be so cool. Um, but I don't, we'll see what happens right now. Um, I feel like I've worked my way up a little bit because um, I'm the youngest editor at our newspaper. And right now, I'm the only female editor at our newspaper. So that's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, I think it would be awesome to be able to cover like the president or, you know, famous people. <laughs> so um, yeah, that would be neat. And technically, if you get paid to do something, you can call yourself a professional. So right now, I can say I'm a professional journalist. So, do you have any questions? No? What's your favorite part of the magazine? Have you looked through it? Yes. It's the picture of Smothers Park. Yeah, that's a really good picture, isn't it? I like Smothers. <laughs> so when you look at newspapers and magazines like that, 
not only is the writing really good, but you want really good pictures to go with it. You know, that kind of keeps people interested and it kind of helps, you know, show what you're writing about. Yeah, that's a really good picture. So all those little words, like right there on that page, yeah, I wrote that. So I got to tell about the picture, but then I also got to show you about it. What's this up here? That's the section. So that magazine has four sections, so we broke it down so it'd be easier for people to find stuff. So we wrote all about business stories and then all about art stories. Yeah, and then we wrote about lifestyle and then we wrote about health and education. So if you so if you would want to be a journalist, no matter what you're interested in, you could you could write about it. You know, we have people at the paper who write about sports, or who write about dogs, or who write about houses, um, you know. So no matter what you're interested in, there's definitely a story that you can write. Yeah, so that page you were just on was about chickens. Chickens. Yeah, it was about chickens and was about a farmer. Yeah, chickens. So no matter what you're interested in, there's a story that you can write. Anything. Anything. Anything in your childhood. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Mm -hmm. No? Mm -hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> all right.